Hello, and welcome to another edition of The Daily Bolt with your host, Dr. Jeff Tilley. Today's topic, breaking news, Antarctica is apparently not safe from COVID-19 impacts. Sit back and relax, and enjoy today's Daily Bolt. So, this is not something I had expected to see pop up uh, on uh, one of the sites that I follow for news, but it is, and it is very uh, hot news. It is basically uh, just under an hour old, uh, this particular news story. And this particular news story comes out of the UK, across the pond. And why does it involve Antarctica? It involves Antarctica because uh, the British Antarctic Survey is one of the leading uh, institutions that has been tasked with Antarctic research in the world. It has a lot of funding, generally even more funding than the U.S. National Science Foundation funds, U.S. researchers, and other nations routinely partner with the British Antarctic Survey, or BASS. And that includes the U.S. There are many joint projects between U.S. scientists and British Antarctic Survey scientists. Many of these projects are climate-related, uh, looking at the changes in the thickness of the ice sheets, whether glaciers are retreating and, at, or advancing at uh, rates that are normal or too slow or fast compared to what we've seen in the past. Uh, many other studies. Uh, Antarctica is a research, uh, well, I won't say paradise. I was going to say paradise, but any place where even in the summer it is rare for the temperature to get too far above the freezing point, even at the warmest parts of the continent, uh, maybe paradise is the wrong word. But it certainly is a place where there is very productive research going on, uh, has been going on for decades. Much of it has been an international flavor. And there have even been tours to uh, the various research sites that uh, in various years have actually been carried out. Uh, icebreaker trips uh, have carried not only scientists, but other observers coming along for the ride. Uh, and now, thanks to COVID-19, it looks like we're going to see a big interruption in Antarctic science in general. And it's mostly because of the announcement that the British Antarctic Survey just made about an hour ago. Uh, it's doing a major scale back of its research efforts in Antarctica for at least the rest of this year and probably uh, a good chunk of 2021 as well. Uh, effectively, they are uh, putting on hold, not canceling, just putting on hold for a good year, most of their field efforts. So this is the time of year where we are coming out of Antarctic winter and starting into the Antarctic spring season, leading into the Antarctic summer months, uh, November, December, and January. And uh, often that is when you get a lot of people on and off the Antarctic continent, at least by air. Uh, Antarctica is an isolated continent. You can only get there by air or by sea. And there are only so many icebreakers and other ships that are capable of navigating the uh, large ring of floating sea ice uh, that goes around Antarctica and parts of the, that sea ice that tend to get more uh, what I'll call congested, piled up with ice, uh, and you actually do need an icebreaker ship to get through them. 
So why is the British Antarctic Survey scaling back its research? And it comes back to what I just talked about with respect to transportation. It's logistics. The problem with logistics is getting planes with people and equipment down to the Antarctic continent. Uh, typically, uh, because of its location, uh, a lot of traffic to Antarctica goes through South Africa, Australia, New Zealand, and Chile. And uh, it, then it's a relatively short hop from either of those countries to get to the areas of the Antarctic continent where we have our base camps. Uh, McMurdo Station is a famous uh, large research station where scientists often go for periods of up to six months and then they return. And what's already happened with bringing scientists and other support staff home during the early phases of COVID is that the process became extremely complicated, extremely time-consuming, and many of the personnel had to stay on the uh, glacier continent of Antarctica for months longer than anticipated before they could figure out a way to get these people home because airports had been closed, airlines had been shut down, uh, all sorts of issues had arisen in terms of controls on aviation for coronavirus. And anyone who had to try and travel by air March, April, May, and, and even into June uh, in the U.S. can relate to that. And that includes yours truly on this broadcast. So the air corridors are still very disrupted. Uh, South Africa has been seeing a resurgence of COVID uh, for the last month. So has Chile. Australia and New Zealand are not nearly as bad, but there are only uh, so many ways to get to Australia and New Zealand, and there are, the intervening countries are restricting aviation traffic. And so with all the restrictions on the aviation traffic, it severely limits how many people, how much equipment you can move to and from the continent by air. And so what the British Antarctic Survey has proposed to do is they have a, an icebreaker ship, the Royal Research Ship James Clark Ross. Uh, don't ask me who James Clark Ross is tonight. I'll probably look it up and get back to you with that tomorrow, but I do not know tonight, given this news is hot off the press and I wanted to get this podcast out to you. So those scientists will go all the way from Britain to Antarctica on this ship. That trip will not be a short one. Uh, and... Uh, who knows? They could have an issue with a COVID outbreak on the ship, and that will even complicate things further, but we don't know. So with so many logistical issues, the British Antarctic Survey is basically suspending most of its deep field projects. Uh, they're going to maintain their climate observation uh, networks, and uh, there are several stations that they operate directly. There are others that sometimes through cooperative agreements they help to maintain. So uh, a couple of these stations have been configured to run more or less automatically. And uh, particularly at Halley Station, uh, the climate instruments have been doing a fairly good job of running automatically for most of the past six to nine months. Uh, Halley is going to stay in this automatic mode through the upcoming uh, Antarctic summer uh, through uh, at least February or March of 2021. Uh, there will be efforts made to visit the base to make sure that the power systems are working and will continue to work in an automatic mode. Uh, the biggest problem that exists is keeping 
everything running. Uh, it is even though there are times when the Antarctic continent is a very sunny place, like in the one picture that I have posted in the Facebook uh, podcast group showing uh, one uh, scientist uh, who's getting around on a snowmobile taking measurements. Second one deals with the Aurora Australis, the uh, southern hemisphere version of the Aurora Borealis. Uh, it's not always clear, and solar equipment cannot always be relied on to provide power, in particular because sometimes snow and ice accumulate on the solar cells, and you have to maintain those to keep the solar power running. So there are fuel tanks that are uh, really, in many ways, the primary power source for some of these climate observation stations, and some of them have not been replenished recently. And so there is a need to get personnel to Halley Station to check fuel tanks. There are some needs to get some other personnel to other stations as well for other types of routine maintenance uh, activities to keep at least some science going. Uh, one problem is to do that is that normally those the fuel tanks get replenished by air uh, facilities and by aircraft that actually operate out of Canada. Those aircraft, which are relatively short-range twin otters, uh, they can't make uh, circumglobal flights. You have to have stops in places. And going from Canada, you have to decide whether you want to go over the pole to northern Europe, then through Russia and Central Asia, and then over to Australia, or you want to try going through the Americas, or through Japan and China. Um, there are many possible options, but there are also many airline restrictions and airspace restrictions uh, and airports shut down that the Canadians would normally use. So here again, the logistics become an issue. So even the Halley station may run out of power and stop operating. Uh, this is a decision that was not made in isolation. Uh, the British Antarctic Survey has agreed with the U.S. National Science Foundation for the suspension and postponement of, of most activities on Antarctica for about another 12 months. And then they'll revisit the situation and see where things are. Uh, it's possible that if COVID improves, this may turn around. But for the time being, maybe the penguins aren't going to get COVID an on Antarctica, but there isn't going to be very much science done either. That's it for tonight's Daily Bolt. I'm Dr. Jeff Tilley. Good night, good morning, good afternoon, and stay safe.